0: Hello, and welcome to The Lazy Sunday Show. I'm your host, Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Well, it's finally time. It's time to talk about Canada, the Great White North, and where the most beautiful scenery is, I think, in all of North America, if not the world. And a few years back, I actually had a chance to explore more of my beautiful country, Most of my trips would be to Ontario, Uh, and at one point I did live just outside of Niagara Falls, but this time I had an opportunity to go way out west to the beautiful province of Alberta. So I want you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, I've always wanted to go to the Rocky Mountains. I feel like they are iconic in many ways. Plus, with me seeing most of Nova Scotia, and always bragging, saying that Nova Scotia is the most beautiful province in all of Canada. And a lot of people would debate and say, no, Ontario, or no, Alberta, British Columbia. Well, I finally had a chance to go out west and set it straight and see it for myself. So then I could make an honest opinion on it. So I was very lucky in a way because my nephew, who lives out in Edmonton, was getting married. I actually got an invitation in the mail and thought, you know what, this may be a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity because I always love to travel abroad. And to be able to have a chance to travel in my own country, I feel like that would be such a cool experience so I got a hold of my brother, and we settled where I was staying. Uh, I would stay with him at the house he was renting. So I was all set. You know, I had a place to stay. I booked my time off and booked my tickets. And at this point, I booked my first vehicle. Pretty well smooth sailing. The only issue with flying out west instead of flying east is that I'm going back in time instead of forward. So the difference between Nova Scotia, which is Atlantic Standard Time, and Alberta, which is Mountain Daylight Time, it is three hours. So I would be going back three hours instead of being used to going ahead four, five, six hours to Europe. Now, when I did fly, I started from Halifax and flew through Toronto, and then from Toronto connecting to Edmonton. But the thing is, by the time I landed in Edmonton, it was almost 1 a.m., so I had to find my hotel and just crash for the night, honestly, because I only had four days. It sounds very short, and I jam-packed as much as I could into this trip, but the first day it was essentially getting out there and sleeping. But in the morning, I woke up early. I think it was like 8 or 9 a.m. I quickly got to the airport again to rent my vehicle. And I ended up getting a 2018 Nissan Elantra, which for me, driving this vehicle, I felt like I was cheating on my vehicle back home. The Nissan was so nice. It was easy to drive. It had cruise control, which although my vehicle's not that old, it doesn't have cruise control and it doesn't have like a touchscreen for like for music and whatnot plus it had apple play on it so everything was connected to the console so it was pretty cool i called my brother and got the address drove from essentially one side of edmonton to the other to meet up with him and the kids it was just so great to spend time with them every year i try to make at least one trip up to ontario But this time it was different because it was new for them as well. The day when I was flying up, they already did Jasper. So I missed it just by a day. But I knew that I would be taking my own trip that way. So when I arrived at my brother's place, we kind of hung out for a little bit. And then we decided to go to the West Edmonton Mall. Now, the West Ed Mall is the biggest mall in Canada. and It's actually one of the biggest ones in North America. I think it ranks top 10 for sure. Now in the West Edmonton Mall, they have pretty well everything you can think of. I remember just walking through and thinking, okay, this is pretty cool. There's a lot of different shops and things like that. But then they had this huge pirate ship in the middle of the mall. And right nearby it, they had like this little uh, animal exhibit. So there would be seals There's also a skating rink. They had a a fake beach, like they had the sand and everything. And in the water, they had sort of like machines to simulate waves and even amusement park, which is one of the main reasons why people go to the West End Mall is because of the huge amusement park. Uh, We were just walking around, checking out the scenery and ended up being me and my brother and his girlfriend, Cindy, uh, the second oldest boy, Logan. And we were just walking around, just kind of, you know, checking out the scene. And Logan ended up trying one of the new uh, virtual reality games. So to see him looking around, shooting things on a video game, but he's actually standing there, like spinning around, looking at the sky. It it was kind of funny to watch from the outside, but I didn't do it because I'm not a gamer, to be honest. I think it would be a neat experience, but eh, maybe someday I'll try VR. As we were walking around, we walked by the sign saying a shooting range. And of course, that piqued Logan's interest. So we ended up walking in there and you can actually shoot handguns in the mall like they have their own shooting range which was really really interesting so to get to see logan try and shoot like a handgun for the first time was pretty cool now he plays paintball and he actually is really really good at it so i figured he'd do well with the handgun and he he did a lot better than what i could have done now we all ended up meeting at the rec room which is this restaurant, but also has an arcade. So after, you know, eat a really good meal, you're able to go spend some money and play some uh, arcade games. The food was amazing. The games were so cool. Like there was four-way table hockey, which was really, really difficult to be honest. Uh, But of course, every time I go to an arcade, I have to play the basketball games. I have to try to beat the high score. And usually the high score is like 100 points or something like that. I came so close to beating it. But even just to spend the time with the kids and to spend time with Cindy and Glenn, even doing the photo booth, like there was this photo booth that me and some of the family did. It's memories that will definitely stick out for me. And honestly, the West End Mall, you have to spend at least three or four days just to go through it all. Their food court is huge. Uh, of course, they have all the different types of stops and shops. Everything that I've said previously, essentially, like there's, if you can think of it, it pretty well has it. So the next day was an early morning to try to get the four kids up and going and get ready to go to Banff. Of course, is always a challenge, but we all piled into one vehicle and headed on our way bypassing Calgary, which would have been cool to see. But again, just such a time crunch. I wanted to do as much as I could. So we headed to Banff. It took, I think, four or five hours from Edmonton to get there, which is quite a lot of driving. And I appreciate all the driving that Cindy did. Uh, She drove the whole entire time and she did really awesome. But even as we were driving past Calgary, we can finally start to see the mountains. If you have ever looked up pictures of the Rocky Mountains, you can see all these huge white-tipped mountains. And you think, oh, it must be so mountainous in Alberta. Well, if you look west, it's all mountains. But if you look east, it's just flatland. Like the drive to Calgary was flat and boring. But as you got closer and closer to the mountains, you started to get that excitement I was super, super excited to see the mountains getting bigger and bigger until we were practically right on top of them. It was very hard to find parking at Banff because that's one of the mainstays, right? That's one of the big tourist attractions. So as we went to go buy our tickets, I noticed that there are a lot of Australian workers there just to hear the accents while being there, I was just thinking, oh my, I am in heaven. I love a good Australian accent. Now, in order to take a really good look at Banff, you have to go up this gondola to the very top, and there's like a look-off where you can look 360. And I'm not a fan of heights, so to go up the gondola was quite the nerve-wracking experience tried not to look down, but even looking off the sides, I was white knuckling it to the seat. I was riding up with Caitlin and Logan and they were just like looking around and, oh, this is really cool. And looking at me and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yep, I'm good. I'm good. Can't wait. And with gondolas, I never really realized that they'll go up on like a 45 degree angle. But as they get up to the top, it's like straight up. And that freaked me right out. I'm like, nope, nope, don't like this. So once we got up there, I quickly got off and thought, oh, God, I will have to go back down. I'll just walk. But to be able to see the views from up there, it was quite stunning. Pictures do not describe how amazing it was up there. i Really, really enjoyed my time. And in fact, I was talking to one of the cashiers who was from Australia just to kind of ask the questions like, why come from Australia to Canada, to one of the coldest provinces, to one of the coldest winters in all of Canada? And they said it was just because they wanted to experience it. And I give them a lot of respect for making that decision. I personally want to do a work visa or travel for a year and live in different countries. So to see that, of course, I'm picking their brain too and saying, so what was the process? And how do you do this? And it was really cool to exchange notes, I guess. Now, along the way to Lake Louise, that was like the end point. We were going through Banff, then Johnston Canyon, and Lake Louise was the final stop. But stopping off at Johnston Canyon, someone recommended me to go there. And once we went there, it was really nice. Like there was a lot of little waterfalls and it was a great hiking trail. We walked a lot, though. I can't remember. It must have been at least five or ten kilometers. At least that's what it felt like. Overall, it was it was pretty beautiful. I would suggest that if you wanted to just go for a nice hike, I would say Johnston Canyon would be a great opportunity for you and a great experience. Now there are places probably that we missed out, but because we wanted to make it to Lake Louise before it got too dark, we only did the I think there's a short, medium and long trail and we did the medium trail just to see as, you know, how far we can go. And I felt bad for poor Kane. He's the youngest of the six kids that my brother has and he was just zonked by the end of the walk and we said Cain we still have Lake Louise to do and he'd say oh man but with the drive from Johnson Canyon up to Lake Louise he was energized after that. Now Lake Louise to me it caught me by surprise. I was expecting to kind of like walk for a while and like walk down these little valleys and things like that. But we went to the park, which again a bugger just to find a parking spot. And we walked maybe, I don't know, a kilometer or so and looked left and there's Lake Louise. Of course, it's this big, beautiful lake, which has this really, really pure blue water. It was so beautiful. This lake, which is kind of hidden and protected by these huge mountain ridge on each side. I guess there's different walking paths that you can do around Lake Louise. But again, time crunch, I've really felt bad. I wish I could have had more time in Alberta, but to be able to pound out as much as I could in the time that I had, I thought it was impressive anyways. So on the way back, we stopped off at Boston Pizza to have some food. And we never got home till, gosh, it must have been close to midnight or something like that. It was really late when we got home. In that night, I was thinking, okay, tomorrow I'll go to Jasper because everyone else will be zonked out for the day. Like my brother and the kids and Cindy, they were all staying for two weeks in Edmonton. So the next day, I wanted to wake up at like 6am. But by the time we got home the night before, it was around midnight, one o'clock, I wouldn't be able to get enough sleep because I was driving by myself to Jasper. And I knew there'd be a lot of walking and hiking. So I thought, you know what? I'll try to sleep as much as I can, but really not to like oversleep. I barely got sleep. I think I may have slept one or two hours and I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go. So took the rental car, got it fired up and ready to go, put on some good music and went for the drive. To be completely honest, this was one of the most beautiful drives I have ever been on. In fact, I think it was the most beautiful drive. I was pulling over to the side of the road every two or three minutes, taking pictures of the mountains, taking pictures of the beautiful lakes, the beautiful rivers. There was one place in particular that really stood out for me, and it was right off of Jasper Lake. Uh, You could see the lake on the right-hand side of the road, and then the mountains kind of in the distance. And actually... Just walking along the water was just so, so beautiful. Again, the bright blue water, which really was so surreal. It's also, if I'm not mistaken, it's because of the sulfur that makes it that color. So I'm not exactly going to go bathe in it or anything like this. But it was just so different compared to here because, you know, the water is, well, crystal clear. You can see the bottom of the river, bottom of the lake. And also too, along the way, there were a couple of deer that were on the middle of the road and they're just walking along, just doing their own little thing. Speaking of wildlife, I did not see any moose, which I was kind of sad about, but we saw so many different deer, even driving to Banff. Like when we got into the, the city of Banff and we turned up to go to the gondola, there was just deer everywhere. It was just so, so interesting because they would just walk right up to the car and like just walking around, minding their own business. Like it was nothing. So it was really different compared to deer here where they, they will look at you. And if you make a loud noise, they're, they run away, they're gone. But these ones just, I guess they're used to the traffic. Now, when I finally arrived at Jasper, it was a nice little town. Like it was really quaint. The architecture, like everything was log cabin, little small buildings. It was really, really cute, honestly. If I had to choose between Jasper and Banff, I would choose Jasper every time. I feel like it's less touristy, but you get to see so much more. I had to get some directions to go to the lookoff, essentially, like to go to the mountain. When I did finally arrive there, there was about a 30 or 40 minute wait to take the gondola up to the top. So I just kind of sat around and looked out into the horizon and seen all the mountains and thought, man, this is this is worth it. This was worth the decision to come out west to see this beautiful scenery. Now, once we got up to the top of the gondola ride, it was very, very nerve-wracking. Like, we were way up. So to the very top of the Whistlers, which is the mountain ridge, which is in Jasper National Park, It's 8,100 feet, which is, uh, I did convert it, it's 2,470 meters high. Obviously the highest I've ever been. Just looking out around and seeing Jasper, this small like little thumb-sized town uh, from way up top, to see the surrounding mountains everywhere. It's a memory that's Easily in my top five of all time. Just breathing in the fresh air and just hearing the silence was just so, so peaceful. Now, the gondola only goes up to a certain point and then there's kind of a a walkway. But then there's a sign and saying after this point, you are on your own. Essentially, if you fall off the mountain, uh, it's on you. So me and my basketball shoes, because I wasn't thinking, started to walk up the side of the mountain to the top. And there's snow at this point, so it's a little bit tricky to get up. And I thought, okay, this shouldn't be too bad. I'll just power up. But with the elevation so high, I never took that into consideration. I was so winded, and I wasn't even halfway up. And I just sat there and looked around and thought, wow, this is the most beautiful place I've ever been to at this point. And I feel like I'm going to (laughs) die. I just took it bit by bit. Every, you know, 20 feet, 30 feet, I'd stop. I keep on going up and stop until I finally just made a push right to the very top. And I thought, yes, I finally made it. And then I realized there's more. And I thought, oh, crap. So I kept on climbing up and climbing up until I got to a point where I said, you know what? Screw it. I'm like 8,000 feet in the air. That's better than what I've ever done before. Screw it. So after spending some time up there, just catching my breath mainly, I finally decide you know what I do need to leave because I need to get back to Edmonton before it gets too late and before it gets too dark so the walk down is a little bit trickier and I'm just honestly kind of looking around waiting for somebody to walk down so if you know I go tumbling to my death at least somebody will see me and I met this one woman walking down and I said you don't mind if I walk with you because I really don't want to fall and you know At least somebody will be there to see me go. And she said, no, you're not going to fall today. I'll come with you. And we were walking down and just kind of having general chat. But to be able to have somebody to kind of coach me through, I did a lot of sliding down, not going to lie. I didn't look sexy going down, that's for sure. But once we made it to the bottom, I couldn't thank her enough. I got her name. Her name is Amy. She does these type of hikes all the time. And in fact, she did the hike from the very bottom uh to the top, which blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god, how long did it take? And I think she said six or seven hours, I think. I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh but at least a couple hours. And I thought, oh man, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'm just gonna cheat and take the gondola down. And even today we talk quite a bit. And I'm so glad for her company It put my mind at ease to be able to walk down the side of the whistlers and have that emotional support. So again, thank you, Amy. I really appreciate everything that you did. Now, as I got into the car and I was kind of wrestling around, I found out that I'm a huge addict to trail mix. I bought two bags and I ate two bags of trail mix on this drive. I didn't want to stop, so I thought I'd bring some food with me. Do I regret it? Nah, slightly, but it got me through. I felt like I heard a knock on the window and I jumped and put down the window and there was a guy there and he said hey man are you going to Jasper and I said yeah so can I take a ride with you like I know it's super creepy and if you don't want me to I understand and I said no 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 you jump on in so we have to talk to him and I guess he runs some sort of like company in Toronto which has to do with like vegan food and I guess it's like delivery and production of this food and it was it was pretty cool to actually get to talk with him. And of course, normally I don't allow strangers in, but my senses are pretty good. And I thought, you know what? Sure. Seems pretty genuine to me. So drove him down to Jasper. By the time I got back, it was pretty late, I think 8 or 9 PM, but I was pretty wiped. And at that point it was just getting dark. So I was lucky that I made it back in time. The last day we went to the West Ed Mall one more time. Uh, the weather wasn't so nice. And actually driving to the airport to go to my flight, which was at like midnight or something like that, it actually started to snow. Everyone said back home that if I brought snow with me back home, that I shouldn't even bother come back. So I took a picture of the snow and said, yep, bring it back with me. But it was actually like a blizzard I like it was white out conditions and thought oh man now this is a rental car and i need to fill it up with gas and i'm nervous i don't want to like cause an accident but got back safe and sound flew back home safe and sound and got picked up in the morning by my parents and all in all it was a it was a great adventure i'm so glad that i went to solve the question which is more beautiful alberta or nova scotia i still have to say nova scotia i'm sorry when it comes to mountains, lakes, Alberta has the cake. But for overall, everything with beaches, with mountains, hiking areas, forests and parks and things like that, I feel like Nova Scotia is very well-rounded in that sort of regard. But Alberta is a close number two, for sure. If not, it's one and 1A. A few little side notes before we call it a night. It was pretty affordable for very lucky to stay with my brother while he rented his place. But I suggest if you're going to go to Edmonton, if you're going to go to Calgary or Banff or Jasper, or any of these places out west, I would try going off season because if you're going to go during a tourist season, the prices are going to be super expensive. Now, I went in October and that's just getting into like The winter season, of course, for skiing and snowboarding and things like that. So I would suggest booking a time where it's going to not be as tourist driven. You may not get the weather that you want, but at the same time, it may save you money. If you are going to fly out there, renting a vehicle is good, but try to stay close to wherever you're going to go. So like if you're going to go to Lake Louise, Banff, Jasper, I would stay either in Calgary. Canmore is another place which I didn't go to, but I hear is more beautiful than even Jasper, so that will draw me back. And of course, there's Drumheller as well, where they have the dinosaur bones all dug up. That's another place I didn't go to. But overall, I would say save up your money and try to do as much as you can at once because there's just so much to see, especially along those mountains. Overall, my experience was really great, and I can't wait to go back. I will go back. It's just a matter of when. I did have a chance while I was in Jasper to go across the border to British Columbia and to check out Mount Robson, which is actually the highest point of the Rocky Mountains. But it was another extra two hours driving, like an hour from... Jasper there and then back. If I did that, I would have been completely zonked and I would have got home so late. I would have been so tired and it just wouldn't have been a healthy choice. So next time I'm going to go do that. But British Columbia is also on the list of places that I want to go because my mom always wanted to go there. And unfortunately, she doesn't travel and I don't think she'll be able to go out there. So to be able for me to go there and see it, And for her to travel through my eyes would be really something that would mean the most to me. So with that all being said, that's my adventure to Alberta. Although it was four days, it was jam-packed and barely stopped. I was so exhausted when I got home, but I feel like if you're going to travel to explore, you better be exhausted by the time you get home because you didn't try hard enough if you did. If you're going for a vacation to be lazy and lay on a beach, sure but that's not how I travel. I go, 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 pack everything I can into a tight schedule. And when I get back, I take a couple days to kind of recuperate and then I'm good to go. Anyways, we're all out of time today. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you learned a few new things about my beautiful country of Canada. And if you want to know more, don't be afraid to get in touch. And hopefully in the future, I'll be able to make some podcasts about Ontario, New Brunswick, and of course, my own province of Nova Scotia. This is Thomas signing off. Please stay safe. Remember to wash your hands and have an amazing day.